good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped solidly and firmly to the unshakable Word of God? Welcome to the podcast today and looking forward to encouraging you in a little bit of hymn history again. Today is Hymn History Friday uh, and we're preparing our hearts for the coming up of the first day of the week on the Lord's Day and I hope that uh, this will be an encouragement to you. I know that one of the purposes in doing this podcast is that you might be able to maybe have a little bit more of an incentive and encouragement to be able to walk with the Lord. We all know that if you're a believer today, that being a disciple of Jesus Christ is is not a sprint. It's more like a marathon. Uh, being a disciple of Christ means you're putting one spiritual foot in front of another every day. And the, the, the work of being a, a student of the Lord is really plodding. It's not just an all-outburst, an all-out all uh, just sprint to the end kind of thing. It's rather a consistency and a faithfulness to run your race. Some of us, it's walk our race, but to run our race well within the rules and the the uh, not just the rules. I mean, sometimes rules have a have a, a negative connotation to it, but rules in the sense that there are guardrails that the Lord has set up in His Word that we ought to follow Him. Uh, I know one time I was hearing somebody preach, and they were talking about how, listen, if I want to be a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, I have to follow Him within the confines of what He directs in the Scriptures. In other words, I've got to follow in His footsteps and not wander off somewhere else in my by my own willfulness. Uh, and so it's important that I serve the Lord faithfully, but within the truth of the Word of God. Uh, drawing near to Him then is what this is all about, and taking the time to uh, daily direct my steps to follow after the Lord. The passage that I want to direct your mind to in regard to the to the hymn today is in Psalm 145, verse 18. The Bible said says, "The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth." Uh, Kenneth Osbeck observed in a book that I read of his recently that it's been observed that there were at least four kinds of people, four groups of people who had a relationship with Jesus while he was on the earth. Uh, There was the multitude that you read about frequently in the Gospels that would gather around the Lord. uh, And they followed him from a distance. They would come because they were you know, most of the time just merely interested in what Jesus could do, seeing some miracle that he would perform, being able to get some of that great bread and fish that he multiplied. Uh, they were they were spectators. They were ones that were basically on the sidelines, just sampling what he would say and what he would do. Uh, and that's basically what they were, that multitude that would gather. But then there was a second group. Uh, we read about those who were gathered like in the, the upper room at Pentecost. There was 120 of them. There were people there that loved the Lord and wanted to worship Him. And they moved a little closer to Christ in their circle. And they would be more concerned about being His disciple. Um, they shared in His suffering. They see, Many of them shared in their crucifixion. Some of them followed them to death, uh, followed Him to death. And they were they were as they were pretty close to him because they worshipped him. 
there was a third group, a closer group, and that was the twelve, uh, which later became the eleven. Uh, those disciples that Jesus had personally selected were personally taught by Christ. They were uh, his closest companions on this earth. Uh, they were the small band of of students that uh, really became close in their relationship with Christ and and were really rewarded one day when Jesus said to them in John fifteen fifteen, you're no longer servants, but you're friends. And that's a very special thing. But what many people do not understand is that there was a last group. There was an even closer group, the ones that really enjoyed the closest fellowship with Jesus. And they were the ones on whom Jesus counted the most. And that was Peter, James, and John like a little group within the twelve. They were the ones to whom the Lord revealed great truth and were responsible for preaching. And you know, the same thing is even true today, is it not? There are people who are at various levels in their dedication, in their love for and appreciation for Christ. Their closeness to the Lord varies very differently. Uh, it's possible, do you know, to be involved in great religious activity. There are many people that are active in their church. They're, they're outwardly, they're serving in various capacities. But that doesn't necessarily translate into being nearer to God. Uh, to move closer in a relationship with the Lord, <clears throat> you've got to employ uh, the different means that God uses to accomplish that. And of course, the first and foremost means by which you draw closer to the Lord is to do exactly what I hope you're doing today. And that is, you're understanding the scriptures, you're reading the scriptures, you're applying the scriptures to your life, you have daily communion with your Savior. I promise you that if you will do that, your life will change. I've had so many people that have come to me, and I always challenge our church people to read through the Bible in a year. Uh, and, and, and when they do that, it is universally true that they will come to me and say, God's done something great in their life as a result of that. Because your spiritual growth is in direct proportion to your communion with God in his Bible, in his word. Well, I say all that to highlight our hymn today. And the title is Nearer, Still Nearer. The words and the music are by Lila N. Morris. She was born in 1862, and she died in 1929. Maybe you're familiar with this hymn. Uh, the first stanza, Nearer, still nearer, close to thy heart. Draw me, my Savior, so precious thou art. Fold me, oh, fold me close to thy breast. Shelter me safe in that haven of rest. And I love this second stanza, and I want you to really think about this. Nearer, still nearer, nothing I bring, not as an offering to Jesus my King, only my sinful, now contrite heart. Grant me the cleansing thy blood doth impart. Nearer, still nearer, Lord, to be thine. Um, sin with its follies I gladly resign. All of its pleasures, pomp and its pride, give me but Jesus, my Lord crucified. And then the last stanza says this, Nearer, still nearer, while life shall last, till safe in glory my anchor is cast. 
through endless ages ever to be nearer my Savior, still nearer to thee. Boy, reflections on those kinds of attitudes that Lila is mentioning in her hymn really ought to move you to an even higher level of closeness to the Lord. Why don't you make that your resolve today? Mrs. Morris had that as her own prayer. Uh, And, you know, her life was not free from difficulty. She began writing and producing gospel songs with both words and music, even as far back as the 1890s. But she was often at camp meetings and revival meetings, particularly in the state of Ohio. And uh, when she was in her 50s, it came to a point where she noticed that her eyesight began to fail. So as her eyesight grew worse, her son actually came one day, came to her home, and built a gigantic blackboard in her home. It was actually 28 feet long. And it had a gigantic staff uh, uh, right on the staff lines in order to help her with her songwriting and getting the music down. And that's what she composed some 1,000 hymns that are like this that helped people to understand uh, their need to be close to the Lord. She wrote many other hymns, Sweeter as the Years Go By and things of this nature, a number of them that have been blessings to the church. Uh, However, after just a few years, her eyesight was entirely gone, and she had to use friends to help her to be able to continue writing music. And she was used greatly of the Lord to be able to leave us this testimony of being nearer, still nearer, close to our Lord. Maybe you'll hum that song today. As you hum that song, make it your prayer to the Lord to draw nearer God bless you today, walk in his footsteps, and be obedient.